welcome to Thoomcast. It's a podcast about Skyrim. This is James Robertson. I'm here with Austin and Scott tonight, and we're not doing the shout-out podcast for the Facebook group tonight. We were going to push that off a bit because Michael wasn't able to make it tonight, and there were a few people who asked for him, so we'll wait on that. What we are going to talk about is two quests, at least. One is the uh, No Stone Unturned, which I know, Scott, you've done, right? Yes, I have. And that one looked... I didn't get anywhere near completing that one. I think I've fetched maybe five or six stones in any given playthrough. And then the other one I wanted to talk about was uh, some of the Daedra quests. I know I've finished that entire quest. Well, it's not really a unified quest. I've gotten all 15. Um, Austin, you've gotten all 15, right? Yeah, I've done them all. Yeah, and uh, Scott, have you done all those or most of them? I've done most. I think uh, over half at least. Okay, so we can talk about those two things. Why don't we start with the No Stone Unturned. Scott, since you went through that, and I know certainly I didn't. Austin, did you go through that one at all? Um, I think I'm halfway through. Okay. So, Scott, why don't you, uh, why don't you I mean, I'd ever, let's just say first how you get this one. You find, at some point in the game, especially if you're playing the Thieves Guild quest, you'll stumble across one of these unknown gems, and the quest gets kicked off when you take the gem back to the Thieves Guild, and I think it's you ask Vex about it. And then that's when you get the quest kicked off, where she'll say that it's valueless in and of itself, but if you find all 24 of them, then she can do something with them. Yeah, basically she's trying to lure you into uh, a bigger goal, you know, a a bigger picture thing that she wants. But um, I started off by seeing first a gem in the Jarl of, uh, I mean, Jarl of Whiterun, and then one in the Cadillac's room. And as soon as Cadillac died, I went and got his, because I I was afraid that it would be triggered uh, and, and considered stealing, so I didn't touch it until he actually died. And um, then from that point on, they, they and, and you know, and like I said, I went to Vex, and from that point on, I just started grabbing all the ones I could find. I found the next one in Windhelm uh, when I was doing the Blood on the Ice quest, and it was in that wizard's uh, place. I checked his, took his, and then I took another one in the the Dark Brotherhood, and then I found out, oh, you need to get one in the in the the, the Thalmar Embassy, and I had already done that, and I thought, crap. You know, am I gonna have to drop all of these and I can't finish it? And then I found out online that you can get um, you can get your horse and you have to go inside part of the the embassy that is actually openable. I, it was implied to me that you couldn't get in any part, but there's like a little front gate that you can get in, and then you go over to where a tree is right next to a wall, and you just have your your you just jump on your horse and your horse climbs up the tree and over and into it, and then and then you just basically walk into the solar, get the and then um, you start collecting the rest of them and like half of them are in a dungeon and I did find out uh, later on as I was reading uh, the guide to where all these gems were because I just didn't feel like waiting to find them because it had been I had been through so much of the game I just wanted to get this quest done because um, they were going to add up and then I uh, I found that mo- most of these locations you would be sent to by the Thieves Guild you know, somebody in the Thieves Guild would send you to this place and you could be like oh there's the gem um, and one place that was really difficult was uh, Sunder, Sunderstone Gorge, which had this long hallway uh, covered in uh, oil, which could set a fire. And then there was a swing door trap, and there's two wizards behind that shooting ice and fire, and a third one up in the like a balcony shooting fire at you. And that was a real pain in the butt to deal with. Now, when you said you get these as the Thieves Guild quest, does that mean that? On the radiant quests that they give you, radiant, yeah, radiant quests, uh, and I think maybe some of them were mission quests. 
because I got one at the Blackbriar, uh, like little house outside, and then there was another one in a in a temple, and uh, another one in a Twin Mirror Museum, and a lot of these I noticed. Uh, the the there was like uh, there was one place I went to, and I picked up this strange uh, molding, which apparently is 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 one of the thieves' quests. Uh, uh, Goal items to get is they, uh, I think um, Mel, 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 Maven wants you to go get it or something, and uh, so you know basically it spent a lot of time collecting all 24 of these stones, and by the time I finally collect them, I bring them back. I have to go and then actually retrieve the crown, which is in the Dwemer ruin, and I went in there, got that, and my reward basically is almost every, every single chest. This un- this includes urns and burial urns, has gems in it, and I mean a lot of gems, like two or three flawless gems, which is just sweet. I mean, I I just get lots and lots of gems. I I don't know I don't know how to get rid of them all. So this is basically, if you haven't gotten a hundred k gold achievement, this is an easy way to get it. Oh yeah, this will help you a lot. Okay, so how long do you think it took you to get these? I mean, it sounds like. I don't know. One of the reasons I didn't get this one is because it looked like it was the fetch quest and all fetch quests. And, <laughs> and you know, since there wasn't an achievement attached to it, my motivation was pretty low, so I didn't actually try to do it. So how long in physical time do you think it took you to do this? Physical time as opposed to game time? Not game uh, time. I mean, just how many sessions through did you have to go through? to? Oh, more, more than one, definitely. It was like three or four. I don't know. It, it took me a while. I mean, that's why I didn't get the mage quest done. That's why I didn't get the thief guild quest done. I was collecting stones. <laughs> okay, so this is what you were. This is why you were so far behind the rest of us in the in the game. Is you were busy doing this one? Yeah, I was getting this one out of the way. Cause <laughs> I, I thought it'd be quick, but it really wasn't. It took a while. Okay. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I, I like I said, there wasn't an, a, an achievement attached to this one, which is why I didn't do it. I mean, the main reason I did the Daedra quests was because there's an achievement associated with it, and even that one. There are some, I, I don't know, some people of, like, uh, Austin, when you did this one, did you just take one character through all the various quest lines, or did you do this across multiple? Yeah, I just did one through all of them. Okay. See, I don't know. I, I kind of took this as a role-playing thing. I had one character that I kind of thought of as basically a good character, and that one whacked the uh, the Assassin's Guild. So I figured, okay, on some of the nastier Daedra quests, and there are a couple of nasty ones. There's one where they want you to... There's one where they want you to gather a priest and not only slaughter him, but then eat him. And there's another one, uh, the Nightcaller Temple one. They want you to, at the very end of it, where you're, um, you know, after, this is the one where you've gotten the miasma issue. You've got the orcs and the uh, and the stupid priests that are fighting each other, and you have to kill all of them. And then at the end of it, Erendur, the guy you're going through there with, he's going to get rid of the Daedric influence. And you have two choices at that point. You can either let him finish his ritual, at which point you fail the date request, which you don't necessarily know until later. Or you can kill him and take the date artifact. I did that one too. And I, um, I, I let him live because I, I guess I just didn't want to fall for another uh, Daedric's uh, lies, basically. Well, that's why I had to play a different character. I, I took one character that I played through as a completely, more or less, pretty much a narcissistic doesn't care about anything. I think I didn't even, I never went to the Greybeards with this character. I didn't, I didn't engage in the Civil War quest at all. Most of the time that a dragon appeared, my character ran from them. <laughs> so I, I played that character as completely self-centered in that sense. So when 
I have was given the option of Daedric Artifact if you want to kill this guy. I was like, sure, I'm, I'm on board for that. So I killed the guy. And that's how I got that Daedric set of quests done, was I played a sociopath, basically. That's one way to do it. Well, because um, there's some nasty quests in that. I mean, like I said, there's oh, one yeah. where you have to be a cannibal. Uh, that's the Vermina one, where you have to... Not, you First, you have to clear out a bunch of Draugr, which seems like a fairly normal quest. You have a temple you have to go through, or a dungeon you have to go through and clear out Draugr, with, uh, I guess her name is Eola. And, you know, that one was pretty hard if you want to complete it, because I don't know if, the, if you guys saw this. When I went through with her... She's on a hair trigger. With most of your other companions, if you accidentally hit them with, uh, like if you're playing a mage or, or, or a guy with a bow, you accidentally hit a companion once, they'll yell at you, but they don't turn. If you hit this woman once, she turns. Wow. Yeah, I had to uh, use a, a, I got a Jargo's, like, uh, cloak spell, and that pissed off one of my current companion very much, so where she almost killed me. I had to run away and, uh, in, until the point where she just goes home, and then I, I picked her up later. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, Eola turns on you immediately in this dungeon. You, you nick her with anything. I was playing uh, through that with my assassin. And, you know, sometimes, especially if you get a little lag, and since I'm playing on a VM, I have lag sometimes. So I, you know, go through and I hit the, the dual-wheel dagger thing, and if I'm not aimed exactly the right way, sometimes she's right where I want to be. Yeah, I hit her once and she died when I was doing I, it. <laughs> well, that's one way to solve the problem. Although I you haven't do fail the quest that way. Yeah, yeah I had to reload. One, but I did the, uh, I, did, I, did, I didn't do the camp, I did the Molag, uh, the... The Domination uh, Daedric, I forget exactly the name, Molar or something. Molag Ball. Uh, yeah. I was, trying, I'm trying to play, I was trying to play a character that was being Paladin-like, but he could never really find anyone that was, you know, uh, I guess, uh, the worthy to, to emulate. And I think eventually I just figured my character just cracked. And he's like, screw everyone. This whole place is just full, a cesspool of evil. So so uh, as far as he's concerned, killing one evil guy with another evil guy is doing a good deed. So got rid of the Moloch one. Well, yeah, that one, uh, you, you got to figure the person you're killing is a priest of Boethia. And, and that quest, that Daedra quest, that, that's a wacky one. The first time I ran across that one, you, I, I ran across the, the, the place completely randomly. I was wandering off looking for something else. I don't remember what. And I come up to the mountain and find these bunch of nut jobs fighting each other. And that's when they issue me the quest, which is go find one of your followers. And of course, they're telling me this while my followers there. Oh, don't pay any attention <laughs> and lure them here and have them touch our post. Then you can kill them with this nice dagger we're giving you. <laughs> that one, you know, the funny part about that one is after you've done that, you've lured your follower there, Boethia then inhabits the body of your follower to give instructions and tells all of the people there, all of you should just go into free-for-all battle, and then whoever survives will get my artifact. And the character I was playing was a really sneaky type. You know, I, Like I said, I was playing a sociopathic assassin. So I immediately went into sneak, hid behind something, and waited for there to be one person living. And then I just went up and assassinated them with a dagger. That must have been fun to wait and watch. Well, I did. I just stood up on top while they all killed each other, waited for all the red dots in my radar to go down to one, and then I just snuck. <laughs> and since I had 100 sneak and had taken the sneak perk tree all the way up, you know, you, if you're playing a character like that, you'll notice that you can walk literally right up to someone. As long as you're walking instead of running, they almost never see you. Yeah, but you definitely need the perks. I haven't done any sneak perks, but I do have 100 sneak now on my character. Yeah, but you need those perks. If you have those perks, you're basically unstoppable. 
That's awesome. Well, I shouldn't say unstoppable, but the assassin character I had, if no one saw her coming, she was death on wheels. But the second she was seen, since she's in light armor and I didn't put that many points into health, basically somebody with the funny thing is I was playing the one guy who had the dragon bone plate and had, you know, stamina and health out the wazoo. I could stand there and yawn while people tried to beat on me and mm -hmm. uh, switch to this weapon, switch to this. Now I'm bored now. I'll hit you with arrows. With the sneaky character, if I didn't kill them immediately, I wanted to run out of the combat because once I got into straight-up combat, I was in deep trouble. Yes, that's my problem. I, I tend to miss. I, I mess up and I, and I get into threat combat and then I have to deal with them. So I figured, okay, then I'm just going to be a warrior just to not have to worry about sneaking. I'll just go in. And basically that's what I do. I just charge around like a, you know, like a bull in a china shop, just smashing everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're evil. I kill. <laughs> you know, um, the first uh, Deja Quest I actually did was uh, Shagoras. And like many of them, you just kind of stumble on it. You don't even realize what's about to happen. Is that the guy who gives you the Wabajack? Yes, the Wabajack. And, uh, you know, first I meet the crazy guy outside who gives me this uh, thigh bone and he's, or, or pelvic bone. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, yeah, go, go, go inside and return this to my master. I need to see him. And I go in there and I guess I have multiple ways of getting in there, but I, I just talk to a maid to let me in. And I go in, I walk around the little uh, Plagueia swing, and uh, suddenly I'm in this other world and this Scottish guy is talking to me and saying, Do you know who you are? Do you know who you're talking to? And I'm like, oh, crap, no, I don't. <laughs> and he's completely off his rocker. I know. I, and later on, I, I didn't realize just how insane he was until later on I found a book uh, talking about his exploits, about how, you know, this uh, random villager woman was walking around saying, gee, I'd like to play music. And he, like, kills her and, and, and makes, her, uh, makes musical instruments out of her body parts. And it's like, wow, this guy is just, just crazy. Yeah, that's you know what that reminds me of. That reminds me of uh, did, did you do the one for Clavicus Vile, and if, the one with the dog. So you you get the um, you get the I think it's the blacksmith who offers you the quest to go find his dog, and then the dog starts talking to you, which is strange enough. And then you follow the dog halfway across Skyrim, and finally get to the place where the where the dude is. You have to clean out all the vampires, and that's where I can't remember if it, yeah, it was the dog who tells you this. That somebody had prayed to Clavicus Vile to, to rid his daughter of the plague of, uh, I guess it was werewolf, either, either werewolfism or vampirism. And his gift to him was the Rufal Axe. Here, you can cure her with this, meaning just chop her head off. That'll solve the problem. Some of these Daedric princes are just nut jobs. Now, it was weird when I did the Clavicus Vile quest and I went into that uh, cave, like, at uh, the last room, there was a whole bunch of dead vampires. I didn't act to kill any of them, and I didn't know if that room, if it was that way with you guys as well, when you went into the last room where the statue was, if they were dead or alive. I think they were all dead in that room. They were all, there were a bunch okay. of them leading up to there that weren't dead. Yeah, right. the dog killed them all for me. Okay, that's what that. Okay, I didn't understand. It, it was just weird that all their dead bodies were there. I didn't know what to kill them. And it was funny because Clavicus was like, "I had all these dead vampire, these vampires I wanted to get rid of, and then along comes you. I couldn't have planned it more, better, or whatever." And I was like, "Good lord, this guy is damn <laughs> yes. full of himself." Uh, now the funny part about that one is this: is another one where the uh, Daedric Prince gives you a choice, and it's. My first thought was that I was going to have to kill the dog to get the artifact. 
but it turns out you don't because you just get your choice of artifacts. You can either take the two-handed weapon if you kill the dog. If you don't kill the dog, the dog eventually talks him into giving you something else, which is his mask. The, the mask is the actual artifact. The, the axe is not. The oh. Axe is, yeah. The so axe if you kill the dog, you fail the quest. Yes, you will fail it. The uh, Yeah, the mask is the actual artifact. The axe is just a enchanted little stanima draining axe, and it's a sucky one, too. It really is. When I looked at it, I was like, that's all it does? I, you know, I was hoping for absorb health or something, but it was absorb stanima. Or no, actually, I think it's just damage stanima. It's not even absorb stanima. See, I had this notion. Now, I, both times I did this quest, I didn't kill the dog, so I got the mask. But I had it in my head that what would happen is you got this more or less crappy axe, then you kill the dog, and like some of the other data requests, suddenly it would become a super-powered thing once you killed the dog. Well, I don't think it would, no, because this one, it, the, the axe doesn't count. I, I checked on the little list, and that's one of the ones where the, the, uh, the other item is not. It's like a fake-out or whatever. Okay, so that's kind of the opposite of what you have to do where, with some of the others, where they want you to do the, the seemingly evil thing if you want to pass the quest. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I did the evil side of each one. <laughs> Except I didn't want to kill the dog. That was the only one I didn't really do evil. Now, what is, which way did you guys go with Azura's Star? I went with uh, Azura because I actually felt that that was the right thing to do, morally even, because Nelar, he wanted to basically continue that wizard's thing and make this Black Star only take human souls, so you're just going around killing people, and Azura doesn't want you killing people, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go with Azura. (laughs) That's just what I went with, because my character was still trying to be good at that point. Yeah, I went in the star and killed the guy. I think that's siding with her. Well, you no, you have to do that either way. You have to go in oh. the star and kill the dude either way. What it is is I've done this both sides. I had the character that I thought of as a ranger, and he went with Azure on this. I had right. the sociopath that I decided, okay, fine, I'll, I'll do the Black Star thing, see how that plays out. And you still have to go inside and kill the guy. Um, what I did with that was the only way I was able to do that, because they, those mages in there are pretty tough, mm-hmm. uh, but fortunately I bought your stuff, and I had done my, the quest where you get Sanguine Rose first, so I just kept summoning the Dramora and let him take care of the problem. Uh, yeah, I did that too, and they just got knocked down in one hit each time. Yeah, yeah. I just figured I was going to have trouble because if I'm not sneaking up on them, I'm not, you know, this character wasn't that tough. My guy's tough, and he kept getting his butt kicked by these guys. Yeah, those those Daedra were, were very, very tough because uh, they, they come at you with flame spells, and I ha- and I'm having lag. I'm like here because I'm like at minimum requirements, so I move slowly and don't always get the right frame. And so sometimes, so when there, when there are mages involved and they're blasting me with fire, it's and they're, and they're moving, it's really difficult. So yeah, that that part was difficult for well, me. You know, you, you mentioned mages. This goes outside the thing of the date request, but I'll mention it. The last quest that I or last achievement I wanted to get was the 50 skill books. For this one, I flipped back to my level 50 characters. I figured just in the course of playing that character, I was probably pretty high. And sure enough, I had 45 books when I went back to my save. The last book I found was in a tower, and there happened to be an arch necromancer in that tower. Now, here I am, an, a level 50 guy with the dragon bone plate, you know, archery skill of 100 with that tree all the way up to the top. And my one-handed skill was like 75. I was getting my ass kicked climbing the stairs while this necromancer just kept blasting me with fireballs. And I'm thinking, how much magic could she have? But then it turns out she had a staff of fireballs. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, that just that just was terrible. I mean, I almost died climbing the stairs just to get to the stupid woman. Like you have to do what I did and get your enchantment up and then put some uh, resistant magic on yourself. That'll help. I, was, I also found a divine quest, apparently. Uh, Book of Love will give you 15% magic resistance. Uh, so that ought to help, too. Yeah, what, one other thing that I'll mention about magic, since uh, we've talked on the podcast before about how we thought we think that the magic side, at least playing destruction magic, is underpowered. I started a new character this afternoon just uh, because I wanted to try playing a mage again. And I started off as a high elf. And I was kind of blown away. I hadn't done, I'd been playing Bretons and Nords mostly. So I started a high elf. If you start a high elf out, you start with 180 magicka. Oh, yeah. Nice. Think about crap. that. So you go into you go into the first barrow, you know the uh, the first barrow outside of Riverwood, and suddenly you can kill the stupid Draugr with your with magic without having to have a weapon because you have enough magic. I was just kind of awestruck. It's you know the first couple the first two times I played a mage, I had the hundred magic that you get standard issue from either a Breton or a Nord, and I was very weak I thought going into those but suddenly if I played a high elf and I had 180 magic I felt like I was actually doing something mm. so my, my suggestion to anybody looking to play a mage is, is play a high elf and then you're just if you decide at some point decide with the storm cloaks for some truly bizarre reason playing high <laughs> elf you're going to have to come up with a really weird reason for why you're doing that <laughs> yeah I would definitely I would definitely suggest enchantments, though, to make your stuff more powerful. But, yeah, uh, getting back to the Deja Quests, which one do you want to look on next? Uh, well, those were the ones that stood out the most in my memory. I mean, you can pull up any of the others. I'm not really going through a list here so much as I'm just going from memory of the ones I thought of. The, the last one I did, which I hadn't done in any of my other playthroughs, was the Peria one, the, um, the one where you, you uh, kick it off by meeting one of the afflicted on the road. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't, with this playthrough, I had not actually run across any afflicted. I don't know why, I just never ran across one. So I had to find the stupid location out in the middle of nowhere. And then, you know, get the uh, quest from the Khajiit who's up at the top of the hill to go and find the dungeon that I had to crawl through. And those afflicted are nuts. You know, I, I snuck past some of them, but they really want to attack you. Unfortunately, most of them aren't that tough. It turns out that one or two bow shots and they were going down. But you have to go all the way through, and then at the very bottom, you have a mage to kill. So is a mage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he was pretty tough when he. I, I had to. T it took me two attempts to get past him. The first time, I made the mistake of letting him notice me, and then he just slaughtered me. Because again, I was playing kind of the sociopathic assassin. The second time, I said, "Screw that!" Pulled my bow out and just sniped him. That's usually the best uh, best choice there. Yeah, I am fully of the opinion, having played through multiple times now, that the easiest way to play this game is as a sneaky type with a bow. Uh, I did uh, the, the Meridia quest, and she's probably the, uh, I don't want to say goodest, that's not a word. Um, not the least <laughs> evil. Yeah, but she's the least evil of all of them, because she, basically she just wants you to destroy undead. And she gives you a nice sword as a reward. Yeah. Oh, this is the Break of Dawn quest, or the Dawn Yeah, Break quest. of Dawn, where you have to go in and kill a necromancer. And I enjoyed that one because I like getting that light sword at the end. And it's not the most powerful sword, but it's it's a decent sword, and uh, it you know it can kill stuff. You can kill stuff with, and you can improve it. Unlike certain uh, other artifacts like the ebony blade yeah. that you can get, 
which you have to use, you have to kill people to get it, to get it more powerful. But there's a bit of a misnomer there because they're referring to the enchantment on the blade and not the actual blade base damage. So all it'll maximum do is 30 absorb health, and you can just get, you can just do an enchantment on your own sword for absorb health if you want it, and 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 even do a dual enchantment and just not have to kill people. And it's like I just dropped it as soon as I got it because I was like. Yeah, you can just keep it here. <laughs> you know, no, one funny thing about that quest is you go through there, make sure that you don't back into one of the little glowy rocks because you'll take a fair amount of damage from it if you back into it. On the ebony one? or No, the, no, the rocks. As you're going through the dawn, the Break of Dawn quest, the Dawn oh. of the Sword, if you back into one of the glowing stones after you've pressed, you know, you've got various stones throughout there where you have to press the uh, artifact and it's going to make the stone rise up in the air and shine the light in different parts of the right. temple. If okay, you back yeah. into one of those stones, you take pretty severe, I think it's shock damage. Oh, I thought it was fire damage or something. It, yeah, it, I yeah. Mean, it might be fire damage, but I don't know what it is. But you take a pretty severe amount of damage. I think I took down half my health backing into one once. Uh, I think I was pretty <laughs> careful not to go into that. <laughs> yeah. Now, there is one other thing about the Daedra quest that I found kind of interestingly irritating. In, I'd say, half of them, as you have the conversation with the Daedra Prince at the end, or, or in the middle, whenever you have these conversations. Half of them, if you've already had this conversation before in a different playthrough and you don't really want to have it again, you can press the A button to, to accelerate your way through the conversation. But the other half of them, there doesn't seem to be any way to break through. It's like somebody dropped the ball when they did those. Usually I just click my mouse button to get through it, but... Um, yeah, and 50% of them don't seem to work when you do that. I don't know what it is, but they just they, they scripted some of them differently. Probably ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just know it's kind of weird. So, I don't know. That was pretty much all I really wanted to talk about on the Daedra Quest. I mean, there are, there's a whole bunch of them that we've covered, what, maybe 50 or 60% of them now. But there's a total of 15. Some of them are pretty quick. Some of them aren't so quick. I mean, probably, the, you know, some of them are really short. Like the, um, the one for the Wabajack. Once you figure yeah. out what to do, that's not really that hard, and it's not really that long. And actually, the Wabajack is probably the most amusing weapon you'll get in the entire game. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's worth it when you turn a snow bear into a bunny and then kill it. Somebody, somebody did a video where they uh, created like a thousand cheese wheels in the, uh, in the White Run Plaza, and they just said, oh, look, uh, Shigaroth would be proud, and there's like all these cheese wheels all <laughs> yes. over the place. I've seen that, I've seen that video. <laughs> oh, that is God. an awesome video. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think on that note, maybe we'll wrap it up for the evening. And notably not missing my cue, missed an episode, need to subscribe to the iTunes feed, want to join the Facebook group, want to follow us on Twitter, want to join the Steam group. Find all of these links and more at www.jarober.com slash thumcast. That's T-H-U-U-M-C-A-S-T. 